Hello, everyone. Uh, this is the BBS Gospel Broadcast Station. Today, we will have the Crossroads Podcast, episode number eight. Dr. Lee Adams, the host, will be discussing God's medicine for abundant living. We want each and every one of you to tune in today. It's going to be an awesome podcast, and we ask you to invite your friends, invite your neighbors, invite everyone to be part of this podcast. We want to thank you today for all that is going on today, and we are seeing that everyone is logging in, and we're waiting on our host, and as soon as he gets logged in, we'll be ready to roll this thing on out. They will increase, and I will decrease. This is nothing but the Crossroads Podcast with your host today, Dr. Lee Adams out of Memphis, Tennessee. We are still anticipating arrival onto the podcast. We see that one guest has already called in and we're waiting and Dr. Adams, we see that he is here. So we are going to get out of the way, Dr. Adams. It is all good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, Dr. Smith, for being such a uh, gracious host on us as we have uh, been busy on this morning in preparation for this uh, great podcast. We thank you and BVS GospelNet and all of our listening audience for allowing us to come uh, on this broadcast on this morning. I want to thank you. Uh, let you know this is Crossroads. Crossroads is where East and West meets North and South. Our logo is that of the interstate system. Uh, 55 and 40, Interstate 55, which goes north and south, and Interstate 40, which travels uh, east and west. And we are at the epicenter. We're at the center point. We are at crossroads. And we are here to discuss contemporary topics of interest with leading men and women in industry and in government and education. Uh, in community development, the political climate, and certainly in our health and our wellness as it is a part of everybody's daily lifestyle. And so I want to thank you this morning for tuning us in on today. And we are listening by way of BVS Gospel Net. And we want to thank our producers, co-producers, uh, Dr. Smith and Dr. Victoria Smith for their hard work and dedication to getting out information to mainstream America as well as all over the world. Wherever a signal can be heard, you can call in and you can be a part of this podcast. All you have to do is download the Podbean app and follow the prompts and be a part of Crossroads as well as other programming brought to you by BVS 
gospel net. I want to say to you this morning, we do have a special guest on with us, and we will be moving away from the political uh, streaming. On today, we've talked uh, about racism, and we've talked about politics, and we've talked about education. Uh, we've talked about the church. We've talked about slavery. We've talked about many um, items of topics of interest uh, since our podcast has commenced. We've gone from Huntsville, Alabama to uh, Daytona Beach, Florida, to Chicago, Illinois, to Michigan. And uh, today we're going to center our broadcast in and around um, the area of Tennessee, Arkansas, and Mississippi, uh, where there are so many people uh, who are going through some health issues right about now. And to add to that is the coronavirus uh, pandemic uh, that has swept this country uh, and has affected every segment and every institution that is a part of American society. And so I want to thank you today. We're going to be talking, as you can see, our talk topic is about health and wellness and living the abundant life as God has decreed it to be from the book of Genesis in the beginning and all the way through the book of Revelation and throughout the Holy Writ, we find that the emphasis is on physical and spiritual health with the other uh, entities added into, such as um, financial health and mental and emotional health, family health. Uh, and all of it has to do uh, with in the beginning. And so we're going to talk today and we're going to not uh, get in such a big hurry because this topic of health and wellness, I mean, it's with us every day. And it's something that nobody can get away from and nobody is exempt from. All of us, I don't care who we are, we have what people want to call, do you have underlying or pre-existing conditions. And according to uh, the Holy Writ, all of us have pre-existing conditions. They were brought to us by our foreparents, and they were brought to them by theirs all the way back. And so uh, we understand that if we are going to uh, live healthy lives, that we have to do it God's way. And we are appreciative, certainly, of scientific medicine. Uh, and we thank God for all of the advances that have been made throughout uh, the centuries. And I would venture to say within the last uh, 60, 70 years, we've seen more advances in uh, medicine and medical technology than we have seen uh, perhaps 
and the previous century or a millennial. And so we are not discounting that, but we also understand that it's God's word and it's God's way if we are to be healthy, if we are going to live the kind of lifestyles. Because here in America, in this industrial society in which we live, uh, not only has there been achievements made uh, in medicine and in science, but also coming with that has been industry uh, that has polluted the air, that has polluted the water, has polluted the ground, has polluted the cattle and the livestock, that has polluted even what we drink that comes into our homes. The fish that we used to be so glad to catch out of the streams are polluted. And so uh, with all of this modern uh, industrial complex that we are now a part of, also comes its many myriad of problems. And so today, we want to understand God's word and what God has to say about healthy living. And so we're going to look at the pneuma, which is the breathe, God breathe, breath of life, the charisma, and that is the spoken word of God, the grapho which is the written word of God, and also the doTERRA, which is a gift from God, and that is the earth. And I have titled my study on today, God's Medicine, Man's Healing. I want to uh, welcome uh, one of my guests, uh, Ms. Shanta Parrish. Will you say good morning on the podcast? Good morning. Can you all hear me? Oh, quite well. Oh, yes. Good morning, Dr. We, Adams. Thank you for having me. All right. Okay. And we will be discussing and um, we will be bringing you in to uh, this podcast uh, as an expert on uh, how God has blessed you uh, with the knowledge of uh, more of what we call natural medicine uh, that will help not only us, but it will help people all over the world. And so uh, I'm going to begin uh, by giving us the framework. Uh, and I call that genesiology. Amen. Beginning at uh, Genesis or the study of God's word from Genesis. And I have framed it as the study of the heart of God as recorded in the Holy Writ, his word in the book of Genesis and continuing throughout the Bible and into eternity. I want to say to you, 
uh, that are here this morning, that if you have um, a question or comment, I want to let you know that you can also input uh, your comments into the comment box. I want to thank you this morning. Genesiology is also understanding the heart of God and glimpsing his glory through charisma. That is the gift of God, God's spoken word, grapho, the written word, and pneuma, God's spirit-breathed word, and doTERRA, God's gift of the earth. We must understand that the knowledge of the true God is the highest knowledge any person can have. The world around us tells us of the power of God, but it is from the Bible that we learn the full facts about God. Specifically, we learn about him through what the Bible says about his character, which is his attributes and his names. And that is a quote from an author by the name of C.C. Ryrie. We understand what is the breadth, length, and depth, and height, the love of God. And to know the heart of God and experience his love for humanity and all creation. We know that genesiology is the biblical approach, the God-given basis for living and of living holistically. And that's with an H as in holy and holistically with a W, which means our entire being. As recorded in the book of Genesis and throughout the Bible. And so that will form the basis this morning of the framework for the study of the heart of God as it relates to health and wellness. I wanna tell you, you're listening to Crossroads on today where North and South meets East and West. And our topic today is dealing with God's medicine, God's way for our health and for our wellness. This podcast and future podcasts, as we bring to you health and wellness from the biblical perspective, is for anybody. It's for everybody. I wish that many pastors and all the pastors and apostles, bishops, elders, overseers, intercessory prayer leaders, missionaries, evangelists, teachers, prophets, ministers, and all Christian workers in the body of Christ, as well as all who have and desire a hunger and thirst to know more of what God's word has to say about our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and eternal well-being. And so at this time, I'm going to just yield uh, the uh, mic for just a minute. And I want uh, Ms. Parrish uh, to introduce herself uh, to us. And if there is anything that she would like to bring to uh, the podcast at this time. Thank you, thank you, uh, Dr. Adams. Um, uh, I am Shanta Parrish, and I am um, 
am thankful for being on today. Thank you for allowing me to uh, join you in the discussion, um, understanding the Numa Charisma and um, the doTERRA as a gift from God. And um, I most definitely can speak to doTERRA as being a gift from God and also the word of God. Um, it is so important because we're living in a time now where alternative there, there, the alternatives now is, is there's a high demand for alternative medicine over pharmaceutical. And um, especially we already know that the power of the word of God is, is potent. And so um, in addition to the power of the word of God, I um, just want to share my experience with um, coming across um, a particular brand that I use, um, which is doTERRA. And as you had stated before, um, doTERRA um, is translated as a gift from God. And um, I was I was praying this particular year. I want to say it was in 2015. And I was looking for some things that would enhance um, some things that I could use naturally that could enhance um, the quality of my life and well-being. And I discovered um, some essential oils and I purchased them at the time. I read about it and said, oh, this is this is going to be great. And at that particular time, um, I held on to it. I, I did a little bit more reading about the oils, how to use the oils and how to apply the oils. And um, I did not use them initially. And there was a situation where I had just gotten married. And um, I had, well, actually, this was in 2014, correction. I had just gotten married in 2014. And um, the second week that I was, uh, after our marriage, after the wedding, my husband had gotten sick. And um, he had gotten sick and it had gotten to the point where I said, oh, my goodness, I can't take this anymore. The, the, uh, the air, you could tell that there was something in the air that was so so thick and sickly in the air. And I went downstairs and I grabbed my three oils. That's all I had at the time. I had the, the little sample oils, the lemon, lavender, and peppermint. And I put those oils together, mixed them up, shook them up, added some water. And I ran upstairs like a person who was uh, battling something. And I began to spray that room. I, I sprayed the whole, in, the whole entire area. And um, my husband said to me, he said, oh, my goodness. He said, what did you do? He said, because I'm feeling better. He said, the air smells better. Um, I don't know what it is that you did. He said, but whatever it is that you did, let's do that again. And so I had told him what had happened in my experience. And that was my, my first experience with using um, essential oils. And I have seen the benefits I've seen um, the quality with the quality of those particular oils, how um, potent they are. And I have seen the effects of those oils as I've been um, implementing those in my in my life. And so that's just just one aspect um, that I wanted to share with you all at this time. All right. Thank you so very much. And one thing we do know. Uh, is that experience is a great teacher and it allows us uh, to be able uh, to share what we know uh, from not just a theoretical point of view, but from a practical point of view. 
And so we are speaking about God's medicine for the abundant life. And she did give us an example of her beginning uh, application, uh, even though she had some of the oils in her possession, uh, it did not uh, lend itself to its use until there was a situation um, that happened in her own home uh, with her uh, new hus newlywed husband. And so I'm sure that behind that, it uh, gave you a renewed sense that what you had been studying and what uh, the Most High had laid on your heart uh, to do as far as acquisition uh, mm -hmm. and that it only validated uh, the fact that you had been spoken to by the Most High, you had been directed, and at that point in time, you used what he had directed you to use. Am I hearing what you're saying? Is that correct? Yes, um, most definitely, uh, because I, I was praying about uh, other alternatives. And I wanted to, um, sometimes we can get off into something that um, it may take us, you know, a little bit out of the frame. And I wanted to be in the frame of what God had for me and make sure that I was um, on the right track with things. And so um, I knew that this was something that he was leading me to. And uh, most definitely, most definitely, this was an answer uh, to prayer. And most definitely, I have seen uh, the benefits. And I did not. I don't just use the oils just to uh, just to say that I have something to use. But in addition to the word of the Lord and the oils, um, I I I know that there is power in both the word of God and then God has also given us some natural alternative solutions that can also enhance the quality of our lives. And um, it may work differently from er for everybody and everyone may have a different experience from it, but I'm sure that there is something that one could gather um, just even by just doing um, just a, a small research, taking a look at something, um, starting off with something is lemon. You know, most people don't have an allergic reaction or a response to lemon. And lemon is used is commonly used in a lot of cleaning products, and so um, just take I just take a look at lemon and see if that's you know even just smell it, just you know just inhale it and smell it and see how it makes you you know how it makes you feel and the mood that you get from it. And so yes, most definitely, um, Dr. Adams, um, I can I can say that this was something that I know that. God was directing me into, and I'm I'm still using the oils today, and um, I'm loving it. Uh, thank you so very much, and uh, you did cite uh, one particular oil, the lemon, <clears throat> which is a very very and uh, potent oil. And uh, let me just share since you did bring up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Since you did bring up that particular oil, uh, and the thing that I like about DoTerra uh, is that their oils are 100% uh, 
what it says it is. And if it says it's lemon, the entire uh, containing the contents is that lemon oil. And many times we go to uh, these five and 10 cent stores and it'll say lemon. Uh, and then many times if you read the label plaque uh, carefully and clearly, somewhere it may even say for external use only. Your citrus oils, your peppermints and your mints. And if you go to a store and you know that you can take a peppermint stick, a peppermint candy or mint candy, and you can ingest it and you can eat it. But if you go to uh, a place, to a five and 10, and you look at all of those different oils, and then on the label it says, for external use only, then you know that it's not pure 100% product and it has some fillers in it. It has some other kinds of oils. And many times, the reason people get reactions from oils is not because of the pureness of the oil. It's really because of the impurities that have been placed in the oil in order to fill it up and to dilute it. But listen, let me just give you some uh, uses because she did bring up lemon uh, in particular. Uh, and common primary uses for lemon oil, air pollution, anxiety, arteriosclerosis, bites and stings, blood pressure regulation, brain injury, cold sores. And I can tell you, I used to get frequently cold sores and I would go to my doctor and he would recommend me some particular cream or ointment or lotion and it would take two or three days for that cold sore to recede, to disappear. When I discovered that lemon oil is a great antibacterial. I would put a drop of lemon oil on that cold sore. And I would tell you if I did it at night before I went to bed, in the morning, that cold sore had virtually disappeared. And if it hadn't been, it was so uh small and noticeable that only I knew it was there. And so the lemon oil is good. Cold sores, colds, concentration, constipation, depression, digestion, disinfectant. As she talked about putting those oils together and spraying them and cleansing the air because most of what we get in terms of our colds and viruses comes from what's in the air and what come is in the air is placed on surfaces 
So if we don't breathe them or ingest them, we sometimes get them from the surfaces that we touch. That's why it's important to use these oils as God's way of cleansing and purification. Uh, concentration, fever, flu. Uh, you all know it's also used for furniture polish. Uh, and, and it makes, I tell you, it makes not only the furniture uh, look better, but it also puts uh, a great smell in the air, which is uh, causing the germs and all of these things to be eradicated. Uh, if you have uh, some of my brothers who are uh, kind of, uh, you know, on the side of alcohol, uh, it is good for hangovers. It's good for uh, heartburn, intestinal parasites, uh, lymphatic cleansing. Uh, and so the thing that I do know about doTERRA oils, and if they say they are for internal use, they work on the cellular level. And we're going to talk about that as well, but not now. I just want to deal with uh, this particular oil. And of course, you know, if you've got a throat infection uh, and everything, uh, you can use lemon oil for that. Uh, you can use it for water purification. As a matter of fact, uh, in our automatic dishwasher or in a regular uh, sink, you can put a drop of lemon oil in there or mix it with uh, your uh, detergent that you put in your automatic washer just a drop and watch the difference in how it cleanses and makes your dishes and your glasses and your silverware that much cleaner. So I did want to uh, bring that out. Now, doTERRA oils, uh, lemon oil is generally recognized as safe. And if you see G-R-A-S, that means generally recognized as safe for human consumption by the FDA. You can dilute uh, one drop uh, in honey or in milk. Uh, as a beverage, and it works internally and as well as to the cellular level, which we will be talking about later. But I did want to share that with you since she did use the example of the lemon oil. And thank you so very much. I want to also say to you, that as we move uh, along, uh, that if you will notice that the two most frequent questions many will ask of uh, the questions are, what are essential oils and spices and what does the word of God have to say on this subject? And if you're listening right now, I want to let you know what essential oils and spices are. 
They, they, they are the aromatic compounds naturally occurring. That is, God created them. They're found in seeds. They're found in bark. They're found in stems and roots and flowers and other parts of plants. They provide plants protection against predators, against their enemies, and against diseases. And they play a role, a vital role, in plant pollination. In addition to their fragrance, essential oils have long been used for food preparation, beauty treatment, and health care practices. And it's, it's, it's so uh, ironic now that one of the most uni universally used uh, oils is lavender. It is a universal oil. And now more and more companies are using lavender, lavender oil in their products. Oh, they used to use, you know, just for spraying, uh, deodorizing, which after distillation and steam distillation, the byproduct of the distillation of the oils was the components and byproducts that was in the water. And so what they did, rather than just dump the water out, let's convert it into an aerosol, aerosol container or with this aromatic smell, and we'll sell it as an aerosol. We'll sell it as an as a as an odor killer. And so what was at one time dumped out is now being sold by the thousands and thousands and thousands of cans because of the value of the lavender plant. And so we can see that they are in healthcare products, they're in beauty treatments, they're in your, your soaps, your lotions, your oils, and all of these things. If you go to your pharmacy, you go to your grocery store, uh, you go to your discount store, go and look at all of the product lines and see how industry has incorporated God's plants, God's seeds, God's flowers, God's stems, and other parts of the plants into their products. But where the problem comes in, and we will discuss that later, is the pharmaceutical versus the natural. But right now, we won't get into that component, uh, but we will continue in discussing what essential oils and spices are and what the Word of God has to say on this subject. These can be used singularly or in complex blends uh, as uh, Mrs. Parrish talked about, she took those three oils 
she blended them together. It is called a synergistic uh, uh, blending. In other words, in arithmetic and math, one plus one equals two, but not so when it comes to plants, when it comes to essential oils. One plus one doesn't equal two. One plus one can equal three, four, or five because you get all of the benefits of those compounds working together to do things that one or two of them would not be able to do singularly. So it's important to know that they can be used singularly or in complex blends in one of these methods. Number one, the aromatic. Certain essential oils when diffused can be very stimulating. Hype you up, get you energized, give you that rah-rah feeling. Can do, let's go. Let's tear down a brick wall at a single bound. Others can be calming and soothing. And so on the one hand, some oils can be used to stimulate and, and, and invigorate and help you to concentrate where others can be calming and soothing, where people are irate, people are out of control, your mind is going here and there. Uh, you've had some traumatic news and you need to calm down. That's where essential oils can be so beneficial to your emotional and physical health. Then there are others that even aromatic, the aroma, of those oils in the air can help to purify and cleanse the environment. So the first way is the aromatic. The second one is called topical. And topical means that essential oils are easily absorbed by the skin and can be safely applied. Now there are some oils that are called hot oils such as your oreganos and other oils, your cassias and things, they are very, very uh, hot to the skin and can irritate the skin. But they can be used topically when you use a carrier oil, another oil that helps to diffuse or to dilute because these oils, one drop, are so potent for your body. And when they're hot like that, they will affect a certain portion of your body, your skin, and you don't want to have an irritated portion of your skin, so you use what is known as a carrier oil. Your grapeseed oils, your olive oils, your almond oils, and other of your favorite oils that you pay so much money for. 
that's only good for certain things. But with the essential oils, they have multiple uses as was shown by the example of the lemon. Then the third usage, not only aromatic and topical, but then there is the internal. And people uh, in many circles will say, you're not supposed to ingest essential oils. It's not good for you. And I want to tell you that all of us ingest oils every day. If you cook, you use essential oils. You use an oil. If you fry food, if you fry fish, if you fry chicken or meats, if you do stir fries, oils. So that's misleading about internal consumption. Internal oils can be used as dietary supplements supporting a variety of healthy conditions. Fish oils. How many of you use fish oils? They're internally. So to listen to a claim about essential oils not being used for internal consumption is misleading. It's because people don't want you to purchase that which will help you to get better. I'm going to get on to that later on, but I want to say this. It's easy for somebody to write you out a prescription. Lord knows we all have physicians and we all or design to get you well. calling my number. Let us continue. The use of essential oils topically or by diffusion. your home and the air that's in there. Get you a diffuser. 
and get you some essential oils. But what does the word of God have to say about essential oils? Here are a few of the many scriptures from the Bible. But before I do that, um, let me just say our guest to our guest. I've, I've, I've gotten in, involved and I forget that I do have a guest on this morning. Uh, and I'm asking you to come back and um, give us some input on what has been said. If you are listening, I want to say that uh, I'm getting calls uh, on my sound. And if you're hearing it going in and out, it's because someone has buzzed my phone. I did not answer. Uh, Ms. Parrish, are you on the line? I am on the line. Okay. Uh, hopefully you heard some of what I was saying. Uh, and yes. I was asking you to go ahead and uh, with some input. Yes, um, most definitely. Um, just kind of just wanted to piggyback on what you were saying about how um, we see um, on the market a display of various products, whether it's therapeutic products, cleaning products, um, perfumes, fragrances. All of these different products contain some types of aroma, um, some type of um, some type of chemical compound, and uh, I think one of the issues when it comes to essential oils and um, is that some some of these um, oils that we're seeing on the market are created with um, chemical compounds that are actually synthetic. And in those cases where you're seeing that, you know, most specifically that those are not things that you are going to want to or should even try to to um, ingest. And um, with some of those oils, uh, there there are going to be, you know, different types of reactions and things of that nature. But just really just going back to what you were saying about how um, those things that are on the market now, you're seeing it in everyday um and even in, I will say, even in some some of these um, prescriptions, some of the prescriptions now uh, may have a component in an essential oil uh, component in it because what's happening is the pharmaceuticals can take a um, take the chemical compound. I mean, the um, not the chemical compound, but a, it's chemical in nature, but it's the natural compound of a flower. They can. They can study it. They can um, test it and they can see how it works. And then they can create a synthetic version um, able to sell. And so um, I most definitely I most definitely can um, attest to how um, I was in the store and shopping at one time and just looking at some of the essential oils that were on the market and saying to myself, hmm, this doesn't smell. The smell of it is a little different. Um, and I never, especially going back to lavender, I have since from a child, I never liked the smell of lavender. 
I just, it just, every time I smelled it, it didn't, it didn't, it smelled too flowery and potpourri-ish for me. And I didn't like that. But this particular brand of lavender, once I smelled it, I was like, oh my goodness, I've been missing out on this fragrance. This is an authentic fragrance. I wasn't smelling the chemical, um, the chemical uh, synthetic version. I was getting a glimpse, a smell and a sniff of the actual authentic uh, component of the oil. And it gave me more of an appreciation for the oil. And there was something else that you were saying about how oils are in the Bible. And we we don't make the connection how oils are in the Bible. Um, during the time of Jesus, um, they said that the wise men brought unto Jesus what gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we know that gold is valuable. So when we think about frankincense and myrrh, we can only imagine. I don't have the um, the documentation on that right now, but we can only imagine how frankincense and myrrh could be could have been compared in value, or even greater in value, to the price of an ounce of gold. And uh, these two are, are frankincense and myrrh are two of some of the strongest and some of the most medicinal um, compounds. Um, naturally occurring compounds found in the earth that God has given us. But we don't hear a lot about that. We don't hear a lot about frankincense in regard to how it can help the body. We don't hear a lot about myrrh in regard to how it can help the body. And I think it's so important if people are looking for alternative, um, if they're looking for other alternative options, to, to do a dive into, uh, especially if you're a believer in Christ and you have a love for the word of God, look and find it in the scripture and see how it was being used in the, in the Bible and see how you can incorporate it into your life um, and use those oils as well. Thank you so very much. Uh, those are certain words of wisdom. And I do want to uh, backed it up uh, with the word of God, especially from Genesis 1 and 11. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb, which is medicinal, uh, herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree, which is for our nourishment, uh, the yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself. And so we er, uh, earlier talked about um, oils having, uh, being pressed, the seed bringing out the oil. And he said, upon the earth, he said, let it come forth. And it was so. And then later on in Genesis 1 and 29, this is very important. This is the basis of which we must understand the biblical framework for using God's medicine for abundant living. And that is Genesis 1 and 29. And God said, the Most High said, the creator of all heaven and earth, 
said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed. I gave it to you, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. This is, he didn't stop there. He says to you, it shall be for meat. We were designed to be plant eaters and seed consumers, flowers, just like we do now. We love greens. We love greens. We love the kale and the turnip greens and the cabbage and the mustards and the collards. He says, I have given it to you and it shall be for me. That is for your food and for your nourishment and for your health. And so we can understand that we must use God's medicine for abundant living. Encourage your children to eat the green beans. Encourage your children to eat the peas and the beans the pinto bean, the navy beans, the greens, and all of what God has provided for us by saying, let there be. I want to thank you today for tuning in to Crossroads. I'm your host, moderator and narrator, Lee Adams. I want to thank each of you Joining us on today, Pastor Alan Young, who we're hoping will be able to join us, if not this week, to join us next week. And those of you who want to be a part of this, you can download the Podbean app. And you can establish your username and password and be a part of Crossroads through BVS Gospel Net. We would love for you to have your input about how God has blessed you through his medicine for your abundant living. This is our concluding hour, uh, Ms. Parrish, would you have anything that you would like to bring before we close out? I do. I just want to share this one last scripture with everyone. Um, it's Matthew 2 and 11. And it says that, and when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. So I Thank just want you to so leave very all much. with that scripture. All right. And I do want to add unto that that there are many uh, who now uh, are saying that perhaps that the gold that the 
uh, wise men or those men from the East brought was not may not necessarily have been gold coins or uh, gold fashioned, uh, but that perhaps that gold is another spice that is known now as turmeric, uh, which is a very, very, very uh, well-rounded uh, oil and was very uh, expensive at that time, uh, turmeric. Uh, many uh, those who are studying scripture uh, believe that those uh, Eastern uh, sages brought not just gold coins or gold nuggets, but also turmeric, which was also another essential oil. And that through that, because Jesus would be going and his family would be living in Egypt, that they would be able to trade in that expensive frankincense and myrrh and turmeric to meet their daily living needs. And we know that the Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell herein. And so it would not be a problem for Jesus to know where to get some gold out of the earth. After all, he did tell Peter, go down and take your fishing pole and hook, and the first fish that you catch, you will have a gold coin, take it out of his mouth and pay your taxes and mine. So God knows, amen. He wants us to have the best and nothing less is good enough for his children. I wanna thank you so very much for tuning us in. Thank you, Dr. Bruce Smith uh, for bearing with us and if you had heard some in and out, I've got to make sure uh, that our callers don't disturb our podcast. Thank you so very much. This is Crossroads, where North and South meets East and West. And today, on behalf of Ms. Shunter Parrish, we want to thank you for your listening ear. And God willing, on next Saturday, we will be back with another segment of using God's medicine for abundant living. God bless you.